0: I'm Camille.
1: I'm Anita. And, and we're, we're the Soul, Soul Sisters. Sisters.
0: Welcome to the Soul Sisters Bouncing Act Podcast. Today we have uh, another guest with us here today. We have Laura, and she is a fellow competitor as well. And we're going to chit-chat about careers, side hustles, and anything that kind of floats to the surface when we're having a chat today. So, Laura, why don't you start by introducing yourself and let the guests know who you are.
2: Thank you. I'm so honored to be here, by the way. I've been listening to all of your podcasts and... Look up to both of you very much. So, thank you for inviting me. Thank you.
1: Um,
2: Yeah. So my name is Laura Heilman, and I have a lot of different things going on—a portfolio career, if you will. Um, My my full time job is um, as a career counselor at the University of Minnesota, where I work with undergraduate liberal arts students. Super fun job. Um, Have kind of been spending a lot of my time working to get to that point and. It was that, you know, quote, dream job that I finally landed, and it feels really good to be doing that. Um, always knew I wanted to help people in some way, and that was a really good fit for me. On top of that, growing up, my family owned a meat shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad owned it for several years, and now my brother is the sole owner of Stitzworth Meats in Bemidji. Got to give him a shout out. Yeah, absolutely. Check him out. Um, And so entrepreneurialism has been in my family, but, you know, watching my dad run the business, I know that it was a struggle and it wasn't always his passion. And Mm -hmm. it was more of like, you know, trying to put, yeah, I was trying to feed us and pay the bills. And I could see that kind of wearing on him. So I made it a mission of mine to find a career that I both loved that would also provide for me. Absolutely. Um, And found that in career counseling. But then I also have always been active, and um, when I met my partner, Eric, we kind of started lifting together, and he got me into powerlifting, and that was a really empowering experience because I felt like my my self-confidence was always a little bit lacking, and there's nothing more empowering than walking into a weight room as a woman and being able to deadlift
1: in oh, front yeah. of a group I think of right. people you yeah and you're before. just like yep <laughs> more yeah. than
0: most oh I've been
1: stopped I'm like oh honey I just lifted more than you did leave me alone <laughs> I know
2: yep. um but it's just really cool to like be able to have fitness do mm-hmm. that do that for you and women in particular mm-hmm. um and then yeah both of us decided it would be fun to try bodybuilding so we did that for our first time um, in 2016. Did you guys right. prep at the same time? We did. How was that? Actually, it went really well because you know, misery mm-hmm. loves company, mm-hmm. as my coach would say. Well, I think absolutely. I think a lot <laughs> yeah, of couples here,
1: yeah. Riley and I did too. I think a lot of couples hear horror stories of mm-hmm. um, couples prepping together, but people who can or work to communicate through it and push mm-hmm. hard, and you just make it work, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And it, it was good for us as well.
2: Yeah, and it's nice when you're prepping the same foods and right. stuff.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah. That's true. And you, you, when you guys competed, you guys both did well your first year, did you not?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to even remember. It wasn't that long ago, but it feels yeah, like yeah. no, I get it. Um, I think I got second in my class. Okay. At the Mister and Miss. Yeah. Or something. No, no, I got fourth. I remember this. Okay. Now. Okay. I got fourth in my class. And I was just so excited not to get last. Yeah, like, oh my god, no, I get it. Or like (laughs) Oh my God, they called my name. (laughs) I'm in the top
1: five. Five. And then they
2: called fifth, and I'm like, I'm not fifth. And I was probably the most excited person on the stage.
1: And everyone else was like, oh, you're like, yes, not fifth. That's all right. No, I got it. Yeah, I totally got it. High
2: aspirations and low
1: expectations. Um,
2: Yeah, and then we really learned a lot after our first year, fine tuned everything started working with our coach, um, Brian Berkland, that following year mm-hmm. and tightened things up. And in 2016, um, I was really excited to earn my pro card
0: mm-hmm.
2: and competed as a that pro. That was at the
1: same show that you did your first show at, yes. right? That's always like, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Like, it's yeah. a good feeling when you went out there, got fourth, four. <laughs> Yeah. And then you come back and you, you, you get that pro card. That's cool.
2: Yeah, it was super surreal feeling. I, you know. It's it's rare to have that happen in just a year's time. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Um so I don't take it lightly. Yeah. I, as you know, both of you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it can And take you put your the time that, in. Yeah. A
1: lot of people who cuz this is a, I've been in the industry for a long time and this is a big one and done industry or a bucket list. Mm-hmm. Or people come in and they place well and expect nothing but flow mm-hmm. forward.
0: Which expectations check out our last yeah, our last. <laughs> but
1: um wherever you land on your first show or wherever you're headed with things it's it's what you put in in the off season and what you're working on and you can work your way up if it happens in a year or what a year and a half for yep. you mm-hmm. it can happen even if you were whatever place oh, totally yeah and didn't didn't perform your first time that's the coolest thing about this sport is if you're willing to put the time and effort in, it will turn out for you.
2: Yeah, and even just the process of watching your body change mm-hmm. and putting doing something really hard and making it through,
1: mm-hmm. I think
2: that's the coolest part. Is Absolutely. you get you get to the end and you're like, wow, I just did that, and it. Hopefully, the placing that you receive doesn't define
1: the yep. joy. Mm-hmm. Yep. you know
2: that you experience mm-hmm. yep. from that um, sense of accomplishment,
1: right? But hopefully you can also, if you put that hard work in and you get that placing and like feel that gratitude, be happy about it. You busted your butt. (laughs) Every other girl did too, but maybe it wasn't her year. When you're in this sport long enough, your time will come. If you continue to show up, your time will come as long as you're improving every time you step Mm -hmm. on stage.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: sometimes you're going to drop the ball. (laughs) And if you keep
0: stepping on stage, whether it's show to show within one season or season to season, don't you worry? We got a podcast coming up down the shoot that'll oh let you gosh. know all about how to fix that. Yeah, how well, me, improve that situation. Yeah.
2: I learned that the hard way. So. <laughs> yeah, we we can talk about that too. Um,
1: right. So fitness. So you're a career counselor at the collegiate level. Yep. And but fitness was a passion. So you've also turned that your passion into helping either fund your passion or put money in pocket. So now you've turned it into a side gig, a side career, a hustle. What would you call it?
2: Yeah. Side hustle, passion project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Just like you've kind of said, that resonated with me because you're right. It was such a big part of my life. And uh, my partner, Eric, he has been in the fitness industry for many years, training people, Um, he's been a trainer for over 10 years and has worked as a health coach, I think now for over five full time. Um, and as a health coach, he started to miss that, that programming aspect Mm -hmm. of writing workouts for people, helping them achieve their goals in that way. And, you know, we both have some college debt, so (laughs) we were like, oh yeah, you know, why not start doing that again? And originally it was mostly, it was going to be his thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of our first clients were friends of mine who had seen my transformation absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, powerlifting through bodybuilding. And I think
1: you felt that as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So it was a lot of referrals. We weren't even trying to market,
1: right?
0: <laughs> to it people, just, they ha- were coming. Happened.
1: The universe yep. was bringing it to you. Absolutely.
0: Yep. I yeah. I think that can be how a lot of fashion projects kind of start. Like mm-hmm. you just spend your time in those industries or in those places, and then you get a little bit of business, and you just like. Think, hmm, let me just plant a few more seeds and mm-hmm. kind of see what happens. Right. Like it's kind of at least that's how my some of my projects have started too. Of just like, well, that seems to be performing. Like, let me just put a little bit more there right. and see what happens invest in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so is that kind of how it kind of took off was just like, well, this is providing an income. Let me just invest some more into. Well, yeah, I think building up, it
2: in the beginning for me. I I always knew Eric would do great things with it but I didn't always know where my place was mm-hmm. within it Okay. Um, until we got some clients and many of them were my friends. And of course, the same reason I went into career counseling was to help people. right? Mm-hmm. And so right. I just kind of latched on and started coaching mm-hmm. our clients in a very similar way that I do with mm-hmm. my students, yep. you know, helping them. Create small, take small steps towards behavior changes or towards being proactive, which in I think is
1: goals. a wonderful way to be coaching, especially with contest prep. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of the time is missed in contest prep. It's
0: not just the scientific numbers yeah. and like your. It's not just your macros and your meal plan. There's so much more, and I find that females especially desire that extra level well, of and like I think, mentorship and coaching. Absolutely, and I would totally agree that and you kind of need someone in your corner, like. To bounce ideas off of and bounce your feelings off right. of and to,
1: like, reassure you it's Absolutely. okay. And <laughs> yeah. success in that lifestyle will follow if you're taught how to handle small changes or choosing not to go completely off the bandwagon or all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, like, if you're going to counsel them through it and step by step by step and be, like, don't make big drastic decisions and all of that. So. And yeah,
2: I think having the two of us work together as a partnership has been really cool too, because not only has it strengthened our marriage, but um, our clients can go to whomever they're
0: more more comfortable Mm -hmm, with. mm -hmm. And so. And with probably specific topics, do some clients go to both of you for different things?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) that's been interesting for Eric and I to navigate to like, oh, did you talk to so-and-so or, oh, you already checked in with them? That'd be good to know, you know. Yeah, yeah. right. But, uh, so we've had to communicate a lot more proactively right. too, but and
1: understand if one is reaching out for something, it's nothing yeah. personal, but it's just how they're handling. Yeah, more comforting. Yeah, right. easier to ask for
2: for women. Um, hormonal related mm-hmm. things. Yeah, absolutely. Like, totally. I could see that. Who mm-hmm. wants to yeah. talk to a man about their period?
1: Right. Right,
2: it's you know you have to right when you have a coach and you're in competition yeah. oh. prep and mm-hmm. it's a very real part of the process. But, but they
1: can't relate the same mm-hmm. as a female could. Yeah, but it's nice that your clients have two counterpoints that mm-hmm. didn't get those.
2: Yeah. So we try to feed on each other's strengths and and step in when we kind of need to. Mm-hmm.
0: So so how would you say cool. that? Each one of the entities, how do they like feed into each other? Are they completely separate entities or is there some sort of crossover or like how do they connect?
2: I love that you asked that because that's something that's been a major theme for me this Mm -hmm. year is seeing them all kind of merge. At first I kept these worlds pretty separate. Like my I still actually work for my family's meat shop Mm -hmm. selling brats every summer. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So like that was a piece and then you know, I had my own bodybuilding thing and then our Barbell Legion thing. Barbell Legion's is the name of our company. I should have mentioned oh, that. Oh, yeah. A couple minutes. Yeah, it's okay. right. I'll link it. Post it. It'll be one of the
1: first things you read. It'll yeah. be tagged in the post. <laughs>
2: cool. Um, and then career counseling. You know, I work with young adults and I want them to know who I am, but it's also like my body's on display. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, mm-hmm. at first, was really careful about navigating that boundary, trying to figure out how much should I share with these students? Like, do I, and what do I put on my LinkedIn? I'm one person, but I have all these Mm -hmm. things going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And so finding the common threads between them has allowed me to sort of figure out what my, how to merge my personal and professional Mm -hmm. identities together. And that's been something I'm still working through Mm -hmm. in the past few months. But I definitely see them feeding into one another. Right. The work ethic I built in a family business growing up certainly informs mm-hmm. how I work now and in both careers. Mm-hmm. Um, my career counseling and coaching background certainly helps me connect and build relationships with mm-hmm. our fitness clients. Yep. absolutely. Um, having gone through my own fitness transformation myself, mm-hmm. I think I'm still down like 45 pounds from my awesome. highest weight. Yep. Um mm-hmm. I can
1: relate. Yeah. And empathize, but I can also Well, and it's almost like you're like taking push. tidbits and tools that you've been giving along your journey and you're utilizing them to like encompass and make your passion soar, you know? Mm -hmm. So we've all been taught lessons along our way, you know, through high school or college or whatever, things we've made mistakes about or things we've learned from jobs that we didn't expect to have Mm -hmm. or were forced to have just because we needed to make money. But then if you can take all of those little tips and tools and redirect them when you want them, when you need them to, to satisfy your own passions and then make money doing it mm-hmm. or help mm-hmm. more people doing it in alignment with your goals. That's just seems like exactly what you're able to do right now.
2: Yeah. It's like synergy. Yeah. yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know how else to explain yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're, and then working with clients at, through Barbell Legion, it's actually strengthened my career counseling mm-hmm. practice too. Cause yeah. I can, I've learned like what works in different spaces and I've been borrowing different mm-hmm. techniques. Absolutely. Um, and, I, and I'm not really sure yet still where I'm going next, but mm-hmm. I definitely see more potential and pota- potentially more directions going forward, especially when it comes to, like, women's empowerment mm-hmm. um, has been a theme that's been arising that I'm trying to pay attention to right. and building community.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep.
2: That's been a huge gift of getting involved in this sport is all of the people like mm-hmm. you – that I've met that I feel are really genuine and share my values. Mm-hmm. And I know that it can be really competitive backstage, but it can also be such a bonding experience. Right. And totally, Eric and I are really passionate about creating a community of support. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be hard to do this alone in a light and mm-hmm. isolating. Um, mm-hmm. And absolutely. yes, it's a competition. Yeah, but
1: absolutely. But you
2: all worked your butts off to get there. I know,
1: and you can't determine what's gonna happen from the judge's standpoint to where you at. Once you walk on stage, like everything is released. It's given right. up. It's at not that your point choice. It's,
0: yeah. At that point it's just like You know, I, I can't do anything about it either. Like being mean is definitely not gonna help know. me any no. better. Like
1: I feel better when I help other people. So like I'm gonna help as much people as possible. I, backstage. I think and you're the same way, Laura, that when we're backstage, Camille and I, like yeah. we're trying to see who needs help. Right. Who looks mm-hmm. like they're who stressed out. I couldn't tell you the amount of times that I have had because I've been in the industry and to be a in my mind to be a, a bikini suit maker, I get to play the fly on the wall a lot of the times. I'm not the trainer, I'm not the show promoter, I'm not the federation. Mm-hmm. I just like sparkly things, <laughs> and I want you to look beautiful. I'm and I don't, you know, I don't care any, you know, when I'm in that work mode. But there's been so many times where people have come up and. They're in that vulnerable moment, mm-hmm. and they just need to hear something, mm-hmm. um, anything to get them through, or get them on stage, or How get them... How many tampons you had to pass out on Oh shoulder. my gosh, have I ever, need Dozens, oh I would gosh. imagine. Dozens, yeah. I am running to my... my Which person. is a crazy phenomenon been, that I have a theory about. It's just... It. But <laughs> it's that support system that people know that when we're there bouncing around, like, we got to watch our own... We got to watch Probably. our own yeah. tail, but... <laughs> If you need me, come to me. Like, mm-hmm. let me help you. You need your butt glued? Great. I've met you need a need rice
2: cake. You yeah, some bronzer. <laughs> right. yeah.
1: We're here, <laughs> right? We're, we'll 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 do what we can. And I think when you're looking for that backstage, you will find it. If you're fearful or nervous, sometimes that will find you. We will find you. Mm-hmm. We'll read it in you, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll try to help. I once had to help a girl ten minutes before she went on stage. She showed me her poses cause she was nervous. She had all NPC and she was about to walk on an NAMBF stage. And I was like, Oh no, good Lord, let's, here we go. So I had a baby on my hip and I am redirecting her posing. We fixed her posing like that and she got 4th place at the Mr. Miss Minnesota. Oh, oh my gosh. god. Yes. But she I was I Rayo was on my hip she was in baby form. I don't remember how old she was, but I was like, "Nope, change it. Nope, change it. Nope." We're flipping in the hallway and it was like, "Okay, go. Try." I so much anxiety just listening to that story. Oh my god. I'm happy I wasn't in her shoes. But for some reason, she came to me at that moment, and I didn't hesitate and send her out there in the wrong poses. Oh, I right. could have said, "You look fine," mm-hmm. but yeah. instead, I said, "Let's check." No, no, no. <laughs> you look good today. We need to help you place. We need to try. We right. need to try. I'm sorry, this is brand new, but you might nail it anyway. So mm-hmm. let's try. So sometimes when you're at a show, people will present themselves to you. Oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> I've had that happen. Right. A lot. Just seeking out, like, anyone that is willing to, like, have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I've been that person, too. I, I mean, I'll say it. My first pro show, I was really nervous. Uh, it was the diva this mm-hmm. past year. Yep. And I don't know why. I would just, like, had built this experience up in my head so much. And I think you could probably see it. I was talking to both of you at the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. And I was just in my head and was trying to get into a zone and mm-hmm. could not, for mm-hmm. some reason, find my flow. Um, but in other shows and later shows, I always find that if I can just relax, remember why I'm there and connect with people, yeah. it allows me to channel my energy into a positive
1: place. Right.
0: So right. That that's I always just, bring extra cookie dough. Because <laughs> it works. Be
1: new. That's okay. <laughs> and it shows on stage when you kind of hit that place or been able to manifest yourself into that mm, moment. It feels so much better. Yeah. Right. But sometimes you got to go through the motions and know what to do and what not to do and how you're feeling. Like when you're at the diva for your first pro, you weren't sure what to feel, but you knew what you wanted to feel. But it still just was not vibing. You didn't get angry. You didn't blame someone else. You took action and you changed it for your next show. Mm -hmm. How did you perform from the first to the second?
2: The first to the second. So the, the diva, I think I got fourth okay. out of seven. Okay. It's funny because I forget my placings yep. because I pay attention to, like, everything what my else. body Yeah, yep. Nope. and I think um, and that's
1: a good show thing. It's show. like yeah. let the number yep. be the number, and if you have to recall it, then yeah. recall it, right. but not let it hold, you know, hold
2: yep. it. Mr. and Miss definitely felt better going yep. into that one. Huge class. Also intimidating, but there was a lot more interpersonal connection. And that's your connection. home stage
1: too, you yep. know, that's mm-hmm. your...
2: <laughs> I, but I <laughs> right. had such a blast. I knew going in that I was going to get to a, hand out awards for yep. the amateur division. So part of me was just like, I had competitors yep. too. So I was there competing, right. had to coach people backstage. You were wearing
1: three hats on one on one yep. journey. Yeah, pass wow. out
2: donuts like I do.
1: You already won. Uh, right. I had,
2: yeah, and I finally broken through a plateau physically, so I felt like I showed up with a better physique. That means I've already won in mm-hmm. my eyes. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And I think I got sixth. Okay. Out of how many were there? A I lot. want to say at least thirteen. It was the top yeah, half. That's awesome. Yeah. It was kind of funny yeah. though because there was another Laura, and I they called her name. And I walked out for top five, ah! and it was the wrong Laura. Oh, man, <laughs> how'd that feel? They are close. It was close last names.
0: It was Heichelman
2: left. and Heilman. Yeah. Yep. Oh, That's well. close. It was so, fine. Oh, it was I just fine. laughed okay, it cool. off. Yep.
0: And then I got to go eat. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And someone said at that show, too, that they a similar situation had happened, but the girl just kept staying there. Oh, my god! And they were like, number 42 or whatever it was. Get off the stage. And she just, like, didn't. Wasn't paying attention enough. And I was like, that. I thought it, they were referring to you. And I was like, no, because no. you told me the story. And you're like, no, you just like went on. Like, got right back off. It was fine. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. a weird situation, right. but it was a more or less fine. Like, yeah. No. Things happen. Girl. It was right. funny. It's yeah. like, why well, get
1: mad about that? I'd laugh, too. I'd laugh, like, too. But I'm sure I would have turned around and tripped over my own yeah. foot. And then I would have been like, no, <laughs> <somebody, you>
0: know. <laughs> I almost ate it at the diva and I was walking <laughs> off of my diva. Yeah.
2: <laughs> little um, the third show my last pro show though, was extremely fun I yeah. had finally found like you know at the Mr. and Miss I feel like my physique had gotten there my mindset was getting better and by the I that had one. aligned I would mm-hmm. achieved my greatest physique and um, had refined my posing and yep. I was just so calm and so many things on that day kind of were unexpected timing wise okay. but i was just cool with it yeah mm-hmm. and i have never i'm kind of an anxious person okay. naturally okay. so i was just calm and eric even got kind of antsy he's like oh you should probably start pumping and my hair was still being done like yep. it was Kind of um,
1: chaotic a little chaotic, bit. But you were the but calm in like, the chaos.
2: Eric, you need to calm down. You, you shouldn't be more stressed than me right now. <laughs> right? There's
1: <Like laughs> nothing more frustrating. Yeah. But, so like everything kind of aligned and mm-hmm. how did your placing come out that day?
2: That day I got second. Awesome. Out of four yep, pros. that's awesome. Um, but what was awesome about that show is we actually got to – so Katie, the promoter, yep. she's also the NANBF president. Yep. She, for her shows um, – Hosts a buffet dinner yeah. for all the athletes I've eaten and judges. It, it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Isn't it awesome? Yeah. Yeah. And awesome to be able to sit and talk with all the judges mm-hmm. too. Um, and I got to talk to a bunch of them who sought me out and talked to me yep, for like 30 they minutes apiece. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was told, like, you know what, you posed your way out of first. And I was like, okay. I can ch- I can do I can, something yeah, about that. That's right. a easy.
0: That's under control.
2: Yeah, like, absolutely. absolutely something you can. Influence. I was so excited to hear that. It sounds weird. Sounds like no, a
1: I love constructive criticism. Yeah,
2: I'm like, I, I it, you know in a natural in a natural bodybuilding competition, it's hard to just change my physique, mm-hmm. right? You know, right. <laughs> not imagine <laughs> are Like, I well, got what I got. Can't do a whole lot. Here we lot go. About this is how posing
1: I, is sorry. Posing huge. is definitely
2: yeah, and I worked hard on it. Yeah, but. I I see the improvements that they yep. wanted me to make and they're definitely doable. Yeah. And so it makes me that excited. much more excited.
1: And they're going to remember that. Now the judges are trained in the NAMBF, NAMBF and the IPE because my husband is one. They're trained to judge in the moment, the here and now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they remember. They remember who's on stage. They know if you're changing every show. They know you're posing. They know if you're changing it. Like a lot of these judges, I've been here for 10 years. They've been there for 10 more than me. You know what I mean? Callister mm-hmm. was probably another six more than me, um, especially in the federation that we're all talking about and we all competed mm-hmm. in. Um, they, they recognize that. They're going to remember that. They remember watching you from one shoulder to the other, and they appreciate and when they, they want to hear you asking questions because they want improvement of the sport as well. And it's important to them. Mm-hmm. And to take the criticism and not take blame no. or anything like that, but have fun with it. Right? And they
2: were so nice. Like, I was really intimidated, actually. I was totally. nervous to go talk to the judges. Um, you know, Becky Arnold, yeah. John Arnold, like the people who run the world. They are <laughs> not know?
1: intimidating. She, sometimes she has to be ser- stern on right. the mic, but that's just trying to move a show along. Well, and but I just respect them awesome. so highly totally. that I was yeah. like,
2: Oh, what are they going to say? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, but they—I just have to say this somewhere publicly that they just want you to succeed, and if they see someone with a good physique not showing it off in the best light, they want you to know that mm-hmm. so that you can improve. Right. And I felt like that was such a valuable experience for me, just even to get that mm-hmm. opportunity. Mm-hmm. So. I'm really great. I for would agree.
1: I, I believe Camille had a John Arnold experience when we were at that restaurant, and he stopped and mm-hmm. talked about your posing yep. and your physique and stuff mm-hmm. too, and-, and said the potential
0: was there. That was uh, the second oh. co- competition or second like set of competitions, I believe. Yep. Um, and it was like everything's there. Just put some time, more time in. You got the package. Like, just keep, just keep working. Yeah. And I was like, okay, oh, yeah, I can, right. I can do that. Yep. Let me start by now eating right. this burger. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's
1: just enough. <laughs> but no, like it's that, very helpful
0: but... to like put that, keep that fire lit, and be like, mm-hmm. you're close. Keep at it. That's mm-hmm. like super motivating, especially to, to hear. hear it
1: from a judge. And oh, I yeah. think, yep. a lot of people leave the shows and they take what they want from them, and they post about their, you know, or they put their blame out, or they post what they want. When they never went to the after dinner and mm-hmm. talked to the judges. Mm-hmm. You really ha- don't have anything to say until you've heard the actual people who judged you on stage what, what they had to say. And they will t- they will look up your number. They will look up their notes. And it, I think it's an amazing thing. And it's an amazing tool that a lot of people don't utilize. Mm-hmm. With Katie's show, she has a free dinner. So everyone's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to the free awesome. dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so then you are more – you're more – amped and more excited to hit that hit that Mm -hmm. and see the judges and all that kind of stuff but I think one thing if there's any competitors out there listening um take advantage of that Mm -hmm. we have all learned something Mm -hmm. from that moment or I have sat with the judges while we're eating dinner and they are just giving nothing but positive influence enlightenment and the keep going button Mm
2: -hmm. yeah and it's that spark like you were saying like to have somebody look at you and tell you you have potential mm-hmm. and to believe in you, that's mm-hmm. that's like the whole piece about coaching and the whole piece about career counseling mm-hmm. that I love the most is being even just like if someone can look at my experience and say, because of you, mm-hmm. I didn't give up or something like mm-hmm. that. Right. You Absolutely. know, like that's, that's kind of what I'm after. And it's been amazing to just follow that intuition wherever it's going in whatever career i'm yeah, pursuing yeah absolutely because um, like you said opportunities have just been like falling from the sky it right. seems
1: like and they're always being presented to people it's you choose whether or not to jump on that train or take that path or it's usually passion driven in my aspect like crazy things have landed on my plate and i'll say yes to it and it'll open a whole new door yeah when people are like uh you have a do, degree in apparel design why are you wanting to manage an anytime fitness like i had to beg my owner to meet with me to (laughs) just give me an interview to see if i could manage And as soon as she met me, she's like, okay, I get it. Like, I get you need this Mm -hmm. to see where you're headed next. And then she just gave me full reins on that club, and I didn't see her for seven months. But (laughs) once people understand that you're driving, you might not be doing your passion thing right Mm -hmm. away, or you're trying to find your direction, especially you working with kids trying to figure out what they want. It's not always what I need to answer right now, but what can I do now to get me closer to those bigger goals that might not mm-hmm. be reachable right away?
2: Yeah. I, and what you're kind of talking about relates a lot to a career development theory called Ooh, planned happenstance. I'm listening. Yes. This is good. It, it's <laughs> exactly what you're talking about. So essentially, even if you don't know what your end goal is, you can still take steps towards mm-hmm. it by taking advantage of open Doors Mm -hmm. and opportunities and there's always choices you can make and if you say yes to them you know or you meet someone that seems like they could help you level yourself up Mm -hmm. or you know whatever by just taking that small little risk and Mm -hmm. saying yeah you know what I give it a shot might as well go meet them for coffee or um I don't know how I will benefit from going to this networking event, but I'm going I'm gonna to show. take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I'll bring my best self and be me, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's, it's those little steps that you take. It's not like this big decision you make at one time. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's a series of small decisions. That's where I'm at completely in my career wise right now. It's just been a series of one. Why not after another with mm-hmm. like, Even four months ago, did I think I would be selling air fryers on the side, (laughs) posting weekly air fryer recipes? Absolutely not. I thought that everyone cooked and experimented with air fryers the way (laughs) I did. And then I found out I didn't. I was like, well, I might as well just share. I'm going to do it anyways. So, like, that's been fun. Like, even doing makeup, I just, some girl needed her makeup done for cheap one time. And I was like, sure, yeah, I can do your makeup. Here we go. And then I was like, well, I made a decent amount of money and it helps a lot of girls. Let me try it again. I have like double yeah. the amount of clients mm-hmm. this fall. And I'm like, well, let's just see what happens. Even if it's just to fund my own makeup addiction. Right. And exactly. to help other competitors. Like, I'm game. We just got a sponsorship actually
2: from T-Rex Cookies. Oh. a local cafe and bakery mm-hmm. in the Twin Cities. That's awesome. By happenstance. Yeah. Eric was walking down the Nicolette Farmer's Market and this, this woman, small business owner, um, makes half-pound cookies. Oh, my gosh. They're amazing. <laughs> and, of course, Eric in prep, he's two weeks out from his show uh, this, right now, and he posted something funny about it on our Barbell Legion Instagram page saying, like, oh, torture for bodybuilder.
1: I don't know. Yep, like I'm going to have this later yep. type of thing. Yep.
2: And she responded back because he tagged her in it and said, hey, I sponsor a bodybuilder. And so I naturally <laughs> got in there quick Yeah. was like, would you like to sponsor another? another? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we got to talking and um, we met up with her and she is really excited to get involved in this community and mm-hmm. believes in the community that we've built and the celebration that mm-hmm. happens backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's agreed to provide free cookies to us to bring to oh the gosh. shows this
1: fall. That's um, awesome.
2: And so we're going to be giving away T-Rex half pound cookies to Okay competitors and fans. Yeah,
1: we'll have to pre promote while that. supplies oh, yeah. last. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. right? First come, first serve.
2: And she's made them big so that they're shareable.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now which shows are you going to so um, anyone listening can yes.
2: Expect them. Um, we are going to The Badger in a couple of weeks. See you there. All right, come find me for Flex for your T-Rex. Hey, I like it. That's yep. cute. We're going to have people flex. Yeah, you know. yep, that's good. I like better
0: it. Better work um, on buys. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, we'll also be at the Mayhem and at Clash of the Titans. Okay,
1: perfect. Very yep. cool. Okay, we'll and be watching for those I'll then. be there. I'll be eating Yeah, them. yeah right? <laughs>
2: so that's been one of those fun happenstance things yeah. that's just arisen that's going to fuel my...
1: And those are exciting. Like I had one of those happenstance at the Minnesota State Fair. Like we knew that we were working towards sales and exposure, but then the right people walked in the right booth and now took our Facebook page from 140 Mm -hmm. likes to we're at 650 and growing every day. Mm -hmm. Um, Riley has to update by the hundreds right now. So it's been really fun to watch that. But to put yourself out there and take the risk. Even if there is a little fear involved Mm -hmm, or uncertainty, mm -hmm. I think we all have or not knowing, but Mm -hmm. as long as you plan accordingly and don't dump your entire life savings or, or, you know, overexpect on things being paid out and constantly putting back into your business or looking for sponsors Mm -hmm. or things to grow and build communal things, Mm -hmm. then it, it just makes the fear go away and, and just, let your passion kind of drive you forward
0: and being open and accepting to things like that, to new opportunities yes. and adapting.
1: Yeah. You have to constantly adapt and don't fear that your dream has changed or right. is forced to be changed yes. just because new light has come mm-hmm. in, adapt to that light mm-hmm. and grow with it because it's the purpose to maybe get you to that end goal, but it's put you on a different path that you weren't expecting, mm-hmm. but training. your <laughs> entire end goal will c- accumulate together a bit, the universe is saying, no, 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 you have more to learn. Mm-hmm. We're going to head you down left, left yeah. road. You got a lot more crazy jobs yes. to take, to, mm-hmm. to learn from. And then you can live out your dream because you're going to appreciate your dream more. Right. the Right. Yeah. Taking put it. those
0: bits and pieces of lessons from all the jobs, mm-hmm. even the good, the bad, the oddball, the side, totally. and yeah. kind of compiling them in just so you, or your own spirit in general, which you'll take with whatever career it is. Like, obviously there's a lot of things like, dependent upon the economy and things like that but like you said you know you collect all those lessons along the way and take that to wherever you go whatever Mm -hmm. industry it is and you bring that passion that fire that excitement
2: and bring you know and own who you are Mm -hmm. i think the biggest piece in succeeding in your career in general whatever success looks like to you Mm -hmm. is to actually know who you are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that takes time to develop um but you have to continue to reflect on that and pay attention. You may not notice these opportunities Mm -hmm. in front of you unless you're paying attention. Right. Um, But knowing your values, those things that are most important to you that you're willing to fight for your non-negotiables. Absolutely. mm -hmm, Understanding your interests and what, what things get you in the zone, Mm -hmm. um, your needs of course, and how potentially how your, your identities and your background and, Mm -hmm. cultural upbringing has shaped the way that you view the world Mm -hmm. all of those things will inform you on how you move forward it's like having a compass being really clear on your inner compass will allow you to take a step in a direction even even if you don't know what the end of that Mm -hmm. path looks like but if you know that taking that step is in alignment with who you are then you know that you're making a good choice Mm -hmm. right
0: right and if you aren't sure like where what your hobbies your passions are like there was for surely a time in my life when I was like I don't have hobbies I have jobs and I have you know work yep. but I didn't think like I didn't identify with having any specific hobby until fitness became a thing but then now I would consider it more of like a career and a lifestyle that more than so than a hobby so just look at where you allocate mm-hmm. your time can like shed some light upon what Absolutely. you're interested even at the la- depth of what types of shows if you watch on Netflix so if you think you don't have a hobby but all you do, like me, is I watch the great British baking show. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh,
2: we've been watching that. Yes. <laughs> um- yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love when people have alignment. I know.
2: Yeah. Like, definitely. I don't even watch TV. Yeah. That is literally like the only one. Yeah. The Food Network is all I've been watching. Yeah. You know? And Eric, believe it or not, two weeks out from his show, is the one that found the great
1: British food. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. I watch a lot of food I, when I've been dieting. Last night, um,
0: we went out for dinner for half off F's, um, Sean and my new roommate, Maddie. And we we're trying to explain to her how when someone's super dieted down and prepped, you can get to a level of satisfaction from watching the totally. food network. Yeah. And she was like, what? Isn't that until like torturous? You reach, until no. you reach that hangry point where you're like, <laughs> yeah. I need to go to bed. And then, right
1: or, now. It just, or it's like a non-negotiable. Like, I have an acceptance of it. Yep. Like this is the best it's going to be. My and soul. I've eaten that before. I always remember what it. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like apple pie. There we go. We're good. Like, I know what everything tastes yeah. like. I just need to relive that in a different mm-hmm. form. Visual yeah. health. Yes, yeah. Definitely. It's just
0: such a weird phenomenon that unless you've like kind of been there. You
1: have to. You don't yeah. understand it. You're like, that doesn't make logically any it's not in a sense. negative way. No. Like, I've had aunts or family members literally say like, I'd like to lose weight, but I never want to be hungry. It's like, mm. you have to be in a deficit. You have to push a little bit. We're not saying extreme, but when we've all been in that moment, mm-hmm a sense of enlightenment comes. Look at all the greats. They're all, they're fasting. They're testing that Mm -hmm. they're seeing their boundaries. Mm -hmm. There isn't as long as you're, you're taken care of and um, your husband is type one diabetic, right? So he has to watch all of that very carefully, Mm -hmm. but you can still do it. You can still push your body to an extreme and get benefits from all of that. And I think a lot of people put their body weight and body fat onto like this this thing on their back that they, it's, it's this burden Mm -hmm. instead of being like, this is a tool, this is a machine. I can manipulate it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's get over the emotions that are attached to it and see what we can do with our body.
0: Which speaking of empowerment and relating that to, like watching your body go up and down, that was something I had never allowed. Like mm-hmm. it was never something uh, watching my weight go up was always something that felt out of my control or like never intended. And so like this summer when I kind of was doing my own thing, experimenting with my body and my hunger, Anita kind of planted that seed of like, let your body fat come up, see how it feels like allow it, see what like, the amount of food that it takes to get to that point, like just experiment, allow it Mm -hmm. to come up because you know, it's not a permanent thing. Mm -hmm. And like at one point it for sure was if I got fat, quote unquote, whatever my definition of fat Mm -hmm. is that I was going to just be like that, or it was going to have to be, like, clawing, there wasn't to get back
1: fear to if you're heading yeah. that path, yeah. it was just allowing it. Let's just, yeah. Try it. So, I was like, okay, like, let's I'm in just a moment right now. Happens. I'm like, I'm a little bit up in body fat. I'm like, I'm gonna go up a little bit higher, yeah. You know What I mean, <laughs> like, and and just then see I'll what happens. Okay? There's
0: different things you can do along the way, too, with it, like you know, different lifting styles and yeah. training and different foods. And if and- you're
1: putting some more on, then lift a little bit heavier, change yeah. a couple of things, experiment mm-hmm. with it, mm-hmm. and have fun with it because. Uh, you talk to every woman who has not been on a contest prep or maybe struggles with certain things, they're always trying to lose 10 or 15 pounds, right. always if you're always trying to lose and you're always forcing a de- deficit, then you're not gaining any, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you're, you're suppressing
2: bo- your metabolism. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then it's constantly, constantly,
1: and then you're trying the new thing and you then you're falling s- off the wagon and you're putting 30 a scarcity on. Mindset yeah, too. It's just the wrong way. And that's a lot of the marketing that's put into the diet and the weight loss and this and that. But if you allow it to be a lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, whatever way you live that lifestyle then you can allow your body to go up and down and up and down. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not, and it's not a drastic up and no, down. Yeah. We're not We're talking swinging five 30, 40. It's yeah. a little bit here and there. And it's over, you know, four weeks, mm-hmm. five weeks and just testing and mm-hmm. learning. Your body starts to crave fats. Your body starts to crave carbs. You start to recognize when mm-hmm. your body wants certain things. There's a lot mm-hmm. of times where I'm like, avocado. I don't know why. Oh, mm-hmm. I must be low on fats. Mm-hmm. Fish. I crave fish when I'm low in certain oh things. Oh, my
2: gosh. That's all I wanted off of stage. Right? Yeah. Weirdly.
1: Yeah. It's just you were low in whatever mineral, potassium, this and that. Fat. Yeah, <laughs> fats, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. The omegas, everything. And you get to listen and learn from that instead of trying to mask it by always losing or mask it by a, a way of eating that is out of a container all the time, but allowing different ways to eat in your life. So I'm being attacked. Is that a bee? It's a bee. It's a bee. Oh. The bees are floating today, but they're kind of on their end of life cycle, so they're a little slow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I I love that you bring that up too because it's it's such a – the. You, your relationship with food is such a big part of all of this and it's something i struggle with too mm-hmm. like i'm i'm still trying to figure out my balance and understand what life looks like to not be on an extreme mm-hmm. you know one way or another extremes are easy balance is
0: hard
1: yeah super hard but i think allowing imbalances with balances and a, a lot allowing if you kind of overdo brownies every once in a mm-hmm. while I'll just allow it and then balance it back again Mm -hmm. and let it teeter-totter but always know that you can hit that level balance that parallel yeah
2: yeah i think too as you as competitors are coming out of a show to understand what is the like think of like what is your purpose for this time Mm -hmm. you know for when it when it is your off season if you call it that as you're reversing the purpose of that time, if you can think about it as like, you know what, I need to get my hormones back to a mm-hmm. healthy level, mm-hmm. yep, which requires some weight gain, yeah, some fat gain, absolutely. But you're Good gonna time. feel a hell of a lot better, yep. Boobs are don't coming be, back. Don't be pushing all <laughs> yeah, My glutes are coming back. Yep. Like, remember all the things you were complaining about when you were depleted—being cold, not being able to sleep. You know, try yes. to recognize when those things come back, cause yep. that'll help you appreciate that reverse. So right. Much more. Appreciate
1: all forms of the body and and all the changes. I think it's been easy for me because I've gone through two pregnancies in the last six years. So I've gone from basketball in the belly, extra fat everywhere, back down to back up. Mm-hmm. So I've hit that spiral mm-hmm. just through pregnancy and, and my own weight loss. But knowing and allowing the body to adapt and change mm-hmm. is a really cool thing because it is awesome. And it's crazy how different a body can look from year to yes. year. And how adaptable it is. And the skin and the muscles oh, and the yeah. fat. It's just a cool Completely thing to embrace. change. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I used to be in a point where, like, I guess I really thought of myself as a control freak. But, like, when, as soon as I had macros, I was like, oh, something is in my control. I can, like, release yeah. this and move forward. So macros really did help me. It was definitely a tool in, like, learning about my body and the foods that I wanted to eat. And it still is a tool for me. And I think that's
1: something that's missed sometimes with people who are going to compete or or are competing or have competed Mm -hmm. and have a sour taste is you may have been misdirected and you missed what what was possible to enlighten you along the path. And mm-hmm. you didn't get the journey that you deserved because a lot of people have a sour taste in their mm-hmm. mouth about the yeah. one and done and this and that. And then maybe you just you didn't you didn't you didn't get the opportunities that we, were, we had or didn't mm-hmm. take it or didn't react properly yeah. to grow from it.
2: Yeah. And I think just looking for, you know, no matter what experience you go through, whether it's related to fitness or mm-hmm. your career, um, even if you have a negative experience, always think about what is this teaching me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, don't let it steal from you. Learning
0: learning opportunity. Absolutely. Don't let
2: it steal everything from you because there is still something to be gained. Right. If you can focus on whatever it is that this is meant to teach you, you can take that forward into whatever you do next, whether it's, to compete again mm-hmm. or to not compete again, right? Or yeah, to take a new job or to stay in the same job and change your situation. Mm-hmm. Or.
1: Mm-hmm. I think opening the doors or allowing yourself to different experiences and exposure. And you just have to see what comes of it. You might have met the man of your dreams at a bodybuilding show. And that was, you know, your full intent wasn't to be a bodybuilder the rest of your life, but it brought you to the person mm-hmm. that was going to be part of your life. And open to all experiences is you decide before you show up how your day is going to be. You just either didn't know it or you choose to, you know, bring negative to it. But you truly, the night before, the day before, years before, you've already decided what your day is going to be like, Um, especially at big events like that.
0: And I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with being an extreme optimist, which I would identify myself as. And I've actually been told by numerous people in my life that, like, you're unrealistically optimistic or – you're living life in the clouds come back to reality. And I'm like, no, no, no. I like it up here. Like it's nice and it's happy. And I look, I only like, I try to look for only the positives and like, don't get me wrong. Like I won biggest complainer in high school. Like I still have my moments and that still eats at me. Don't, don't let that fool you. I like to look at the positives, but obviously, you know, people get caught up in the day to day and still complain. But if you're overall just looking at life and all the experiences you go through from a positive perspective, like what can I learn from this? Or like, okay, it, Can I control this? No. If not, you know, move forward and like just trying to learn and grow always in whatever field and industry you're in. Like, why would you want to live in a way where you blame everyone for how your life is and like be empowered, take responsibility, take ownership and do what you can to change it, whatever way you can manipulate it, you know, even if it's just having a positive outlook on the situation for that time being.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think too, there's a misconception that if you're a positive person that you that your head is always in the clouds mm-hmm. and that you don't know what reality mm-hmm. is. But to me, positivity isn't that you are ignoring problems that mm-hmm. exist. It's mm-hmm. that you're real about them mm-hmm. and you're facing them and you're choosing to have a positive attitude about how you proceed. Not necessarily like, yeah, there are certain situations out there that are really negative and are really crappy and mm-hmm. you can still acknowledge that. Um, and be real with people,
0: and then find a way to move on. Bye. Bye. Yes, hi Maya. Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs>
0: so, if you just a little update. We're, so, we usually Bye. podcast in the she shed, but we've been known to go to the state fair or other locations. And since the she shed was deconstructed to build the the, uh, the exhibit for Sparkle Ridge, we're now in the garage today. Um, and it's a cool vibe though. Yeah, I like it. The sun
2: is shining, right?
0: See positivity, exactly. Need to and, be in a gym, uh, right? Exactly. We're all we're we're very familiar and comfortable with, and mm-hmm. uh, so we take our podcast on the go sometimes, or we just move it around as we need to. And we all just showed up and just made it happen. Mm-hmm. We're like, all right, cool.
1: Let's podcast in here today. Oh my god, and we have a sparkly table. Did you talk about the sparkly Not table yet? The I know. Make I wish people better. could see this. <laughs> we'll post a picture. I think you can see it in the picture. <laughs> We'll make yes. sure it is.
0: Having a positive attitude always
1: key. It helps. Yeah. At the end of the day, it helps, right? Right. It just makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. I've walked in on things that are a negative attitude, and at the end of the day, I'm so unsatisfied. It's like, could have I approached it differently, better? Can I try again? I had a negative again? attitude yeah.
2: this morning, and I was just like, I had to, I had to take an, a little bit of alone time, mm-hmm. eat my breakfast, and be like, you know what? you can choose whether or not you're going to be crabby or you're yep. going to be in a good mood.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: And you can move on. Yep. And of course I was just hangry because I waited too long to, <laughs> yeah, to eat. You're oh, all you eat,
1: eat. You're like, why is life so much easier yeah. now? Yep. Exactly. <laughs>
0: it, it really impacts <laughs> me. And <laughs> not Daddy. it's almost like slightly embarrassing how much hunger can like affect your attitude i'm like why am i so agitated right now well you haven't eaten in a couple of hours maybe mm-hmm. that maybe eat some food and try again yeah yeah <laughs> try to have this sure. conversation i like to be aware of it and like pre-warn someone if i like can't get to food before i like have to do it. be like hey I'm a little can, hangry right now. Just be a little kinder. <laughs> I can't even tell you how much self-awareness I've built just
2: due to understanding what real hunger is. Right. Not just cravings like, no, oh, I want this but thing. But hunger. Like, when, I, when I learned what actual hunger was...
1: Right, right. The whole new ball—it's a whole new ball game. <laughs> yeah, and you shake your head at someone thinking they're hungry, and you're like, "You don't know hunger." When you're in a deficit and you're trying to burn out body fat, like it's a whole new level. But it's enlightening. It can either burn burn through you or enlighten you. And yeah. I think that's the fun thing about the sport, definitely.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's actually what's interesting about Eric. Now he's—we did stagger our preps this time, uh-huh. so he was supporting me through my pro. Debut. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. we keep talking. All and right. now, and now I'm supporting him, and it's been cool right. to be that support and to see that um, different side of it. And, empathize and be the
1: role, bit. the 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 supporting role to different mm-hmm. the competitor. Yes. Um, which one are you liking more than the other?
2: I think there are benefits to both. Okay. We learned a lot about each other. Staggering. Um, and I've built a lot of patience because he was so empathetic with me. Mm. He was like so empathetic that right. I feel like I'm not allowed to be annoyed with him. Right, <laughs> right. Nope, I get it. I get it. No, um, but <laughs> it's, it's really giving me self-awareness of like, okay, why am I agitated? Right. This is my problem, not his. And how
1: he had acted when you were there. Like you keep he reflecting back on that. Yeah. He was a
2: champ. And right. so it's made us a lot stronger. But cool. I, do, I do still think prepping together is probably better for us. Yep. Yeah.
1: Got it. Okay. Makes it easier. Which I would that agree too. I think I'd be same. All the right. Saying. Anyone
0: last final words before we close out this podcast? Oh, thank you. Thanks for coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming out here. I know Dayton's not the super, the closest place, but we're glad we could have you in our impromptu she
1: shed experience. Well, yeah, the, the gym, the gym. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't you, uh, your training business in case anyone's listening and they're looking for more of an enlightening journey along along. Yeah, um,
2: where can they find you or contact you? Yeah, um, you can go on our website, barbelllegion.com um, or you can follow us on our social media pages. I would say we're more mostly active on Instagram, mm-hmm. barbell underscore legion. Um, we also have a Facebook page, Follow us there. We're we're doing some fun challenges with football season mm-hmm. right now. You can get involved and enter for a chance to win some prizes.
1: Very cool. Um,
2: which include a month of free training with us, T Rex cookie mm-hmm. gift yeah. certificate. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm loving this T Rex. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: a tub of unaltered mm-hmm. whey mm-hmm. isolate protein yep. powder, chocolate flavor. Which is another one of those things that fell into our lap. We were contacted. Awesome. unaltered supplements um they offer uh high quality supplements that have no artificial sweeteners they're third-party verified and have um no banned substances in them and the macros on them are wonderful and they're good yep they're good good um and they've been making a difference for me cool. um performance wise and for eric as well so we're going to be giving away a big three pound tub of that in our prize pack um, a barbell legion T-shirt and maybe a couple of other goodies. So check out our Instagram to to play along. There's awesome. still time to enter today, and then one more week. Okay. Next week, cool.
0: Very perfect. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for coming on our podcast. Hopefully, we'll have you out here soon. Yeah. Again. Bye. Bye.